Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the radio. Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSE Talk Radio. It is my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. I'll tell you what, so much is going on. There's so much to talk about. We only got one hour, and we're going to have Daniel with us in just a moment. I'm going to uh, give our daily prayer, and we're gonna, I'm going to hit you with a monologue that's kind of everywhere. So hang on. Get your coffee ready. For such a time as this. Father, we praise you and we give thanks to you for being the awesome God that you are. And we thank you for your forgiving nature, that you always are willing to forgive your children if we will just repent. We pray for your protection and your guidance. You warned us, Father, that one day people would call evil good and good evil. That they will hate yours, your believers, and persecute us. We thought in this free nation, which was established as a Christian nation, known by your name once, that such a thing would not happen here. But it has. The evil one is the master of deception, and your sheep are easily led astray. In the days of Queen Esther, a victim herself of human trafficking, there was a man, an evil man, intending to wipe out a people. He was cunning. And he deceived the king of Persia. But what man meant for evil, Father, you meant for good. Queen Esther gallantly saved her people. America is now being destroyed by evil and deception. People are being attacked for their skin color and their faith and their religion. And I know, Father, I am no Queen Esther. (laughs) But I pray that you will use me. Lead me, show me the way to reach others and to bring America home. For we are living in a broken world, and the evil is growing for lack of knowledge of you. It is for such a time as this that I believe you have placed me here with CSC Talk Radio. Bless this, bless me of a father, as you blessed Jabez. Enlarge our territory for your glory and for your kingdom. It's for such a time as this that I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Are you dizzy yet from all the back and forth of the COVID information? Are you yet angry from all the violence that escapes notice of the Democrat, Communist, China-led states? Do you know that Biden has approved the Black Lives Matter flags to be honored on our embassies? George Floyd's death was tragic in many ways. One, he was an evil drug addict, a lost man, a thief, an abuser. Two, his arrest led to his death when he resisted the arrest. And he was high on a drug. It was a tragic lost soul. There is no doubt about it. But he is not a hero. He is not a martyr. He didn't die for a cause. He died because he was a mess of a man, and he was lost. 
It would seem that the Biden, Kabbalah, Kamala, Obama, Rice administration can't do anything, right? But they are doing exactly what they set out to do. Exactly. They are carefully planning their crises here in America. Opening up borders to hundreds of thousands of illegal infectious people, human traffickers, drug traffickers, MS-13 gangs, was not an unintended consequence. It was a planned crisis. They continued the continued and escalating violence and division among Americans for all faiths, colors, and ages, and sex is intended to divide. The rhetoric of this the rhetoric of this administration promoted the burning, the looting, the rapes, the murders, and the beatings, and yes, even the shootings. Canceling the Keystone Pipeline and losing thousands of jobs, that was not an unintended consequence. It was exactly what they had planned. And it isn't about climate change or protecting of the earth. It's about building back better for all countries, but our own. This administration is creating a crisis with a purpose. Make America, make Russia great again. Make China rich and powerful. Make Iran Middle East dominant. But tear down America and build it back, not better, but lower, to a third world status lower, like one of those, you know, holes of countries President Trump warned us about. It takes a lot of energy just to keep up with all the lies coming out of this administration. And with that, that was my very uh, subtle and not so good coin way of bringing Daniel Turner from Power of the Future on. Power of the Future. Daniel, how are you doing today? Well, Beth and I am great. Thank you always so much for having me on. It's always a pleasure to be on the hour-long program. Well, I appreciate it. It's an hour long, but it goes pretty darn fast, doesn't it? I know. It really I, does. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what. I was reading on your website and some others that about this Keystone Pipeline, but this Nord Stream 2 uh, with the Russian thing. And I wanted you to kind of explain that to our listeners and, uh, you know, kind of lead us down the path of what's happening here with our energy and our pipelines. And uh, it's just a mess. Yeah, and, and like you said, there is so much going on. It's sometimes uh, impossible to keep up, right? And it, it, mm. it also makes you wonder before... The, the real growth we see in talk radio and wonderful programs like yours. And even though there's a lot of garbage on social media, there's a lot of great stuff on social media, mm-hmm. the Internet. And it makes you wonder, before all of these media came into being, how much bad stuff was happening that we just never heard about? <laughs> that was unreported. Oh, I got you even want to go there. <laughs> well, you know, we've been, you know, because I worked for a man uh, years ago, uh, Derry Brownfield. He was the founder of a Brownfield network. It's an ag network here in the state of Missouri. And then he retired from that and decided to do talk radio. But he got all met, he got all uh, upset with what was going on in in rural America with. Even those entities that we trusted, they were turning on us. I mean, they're selling our loans to China and to this and to that, and and our land was being confiscated, and 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 it was just went on and on and on. So we've seen some of this stuff going on before. He wasn't on social media so much, but yeah, yeah. they've been doing this to us for a long time. They really have, and it makes you realize how many 
dealings of the government and the, the, the government's been huge, right? It's been very big for a yeah. long time, but how many deals are made and decisions are made that affect us at levels that we don't realize when we're being affected because those deals are done in quiet and in secret and uh, or, or just go unreported, and that's a lot of the frustration. Yeah, I know yeah. you asked to talk about Nord Stream, and I will, I promise. Well, well um, that's fine. Now, whatever's got you, as my yeah. old boss used to say, whatever's got you whomped up, that's the direction we want to go. <laughs> and, and that's an important issue, without a doubt, and I thank you for letting me talk about it because of the huge energy and security component of it. But but it is it is daunting to think of how many of these things were happening, and they go unreported now by the media, and that's the frustration I'm having. Look, I, I, I thought the media treated the former president so unfairly for four straight years, and we all thought it was an attack on him personally. Regardless of that, the same media now is just absolutely silent. Um, they write stories about how he spends his weekends. They write stories about his relationship with his wife. Um, you know, don't forget, it wasn't long ago that Sarah Huckabee Sanders really had to prove to the reporters that she made that pecan pie, remember? Oh, I remember um, that. Oh, my and, gosh. And now we have Hunter <laughs> Biden with a whole laptop full of naked photos with him doing lines of cocaine and piles of cash. And the media is, ah, we're not interested in that. But but the, mm. the pecan pie was was a legitimate story for, for days whether or not she was duping reporters and can we trust this woman if she's not even being honest about a pie. So I don't mind. She's from Arkansas. Of course she can. (laughs) She's from Arkansas. Of course she can can bake a pecan pie. (laughs) It's just, it's funny that they're not even trying to hide the fact that the last four years really were just theatrics. It was, there's no more Jim Acosta as President Biden walks away from a podium, there's no one's... I don't even see him in there. No. Is he even in there? I don't even hear music. I don't even see Jim in there. And you know what? I don't miss him. (laughs) I hear the music. We're headed into a break. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. We're visiting with Daniel Turner, Power of the Future. Oh, my. We can get busy. So much is going on. we got to keep up. And we will be right back. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power of the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power of the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power of the Future is fighting for you, rural America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power of the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. 
Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance. It's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-296-1213. That's 800-296-1213. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty to your table. For those of you who want to display your patriot heart, set your table with liberty. The new patriotic flatware pattern by Liberty Tabletop. Your dining table sets the mood for the American family and the American dream. Liberty honors our fallen heroes, the Liberty Bell. We the people with stars and stripes, our American Eagle and the Statue of Liberty. Each piece of the Liberty flatware pattern is an art with elegance, high-quality work, and high-quality 1810 stainless American steel. Each piece is unique while conveying the same patriotic message, Liberty for all, and we love America. Order your set now, and a set as a gift for a special patriot in your life. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty home to your table. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive a discount. LibertyTabletop.com or call them, 844-386-2338. This is Beth Ann. We're visiting today with Daniel Turner of Power of the Future. Um, let's pick up where we left off. You know, this, mm-hmm. this, uh, I really think that all these things that are going on in these crises, you know, I told, <laughs> I told Rudy this morning, I'm almost, you know, I'm almost as smart as, as, as President Donald Trump. Because <laughs> I said a long time ago that when they were comparing Jimmy Carter to, to Biden, I said, well, the difference is Jimmy Carter didn't know any better. I don't know that he really had an agenda. I really don't think he knew any better than what he was doing, and he caused a lot of trouble over in the Middle East with our shortage of gasoline here. But the difference is Biden's doing it on purpose. Yes. Yes, They're creating the crisis. And uh, that's what Trump said, too. So I'm almost as smart as President Donald Trump. (laughs) <laughs> I don't doubt that at all. And as you were exactly the people that, that I think of, of that, and I believe it was the Winston Churchill quote that he said, I would rather just pick like a hundred people randomly from, from the phone book to, to, to run our government than the people in, in, in power. And, and you would be one of those people. I believe your average person <laughs> in America has way more intelligence and common sense. You know, and, and, and that's why your show is as popular as it is, and that's why you have the audience you do, because, because you, you, it's, it's 
CSC Talk Radio, right? It is. It's common <laughs> sense. <laughs> we, we could, you know, we could put it whatever way. You know, I went to, a, I'm just going to chat here for a little second here. I went to a graduation. I had a granddaughter graduate from high school this weekend. And it was a small school because we're in rural America. And, uh, you know, they they actually, instead of bringing somebody in from outside the school, they had those um, the senior class actually elected who they wanted, and it was one of their own. It was the principal, I think, of the school. And she and the counselor, whenever they talked, they knew these kids personally. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they, in, their, in their speeches and in their talks, they were actually talking to these kids, not above their heads, not telling them what's coming up in the future and what's this. They were actually complimenting these kids for being the leaders that they were through this last year and a half with COVID and all that they had to endure and all the stuff, you know, losing uh, some of their the things that they do in school, uh, some of the events last year, they couldn't do their track events and other things that weren't allowed, their football games and blah, blah, blah. And they were saying that this class helped them get through this you know and that's what people do when they really care about one another we've grown to be a nation that doesn't care you know these these riots and people beating up uh asians and jewish people and white people just because of who they are that's the biggest racist of all and it doesn't belong in this nation yet we don't see this administration even addressing it no, and, and, they it's been, it. and their silence has really been pretty damning, especially um, oh, many people have pointed out how Chuck Schumer, who is Jewish, um, has yet to say anything about the the real spike in anti-Semitism and violence against Jewish people in his own city of New York. Um, mm-hmm. And the main reason why is because he does not want a primary challenge from Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. She's basically admitted that she wants to run for the Senate. Um, and, and I could see why she wants to run for the Senate, because she's had such success in Congress. She should now look for a higher office. Um, but she wants to run for the Senate. She's going to primary Chuck Schumer, and she knows uh, that she can beat him on the national election. And Chuck Schumer knows that. So he, I'm sorry, in the state-level election. So he is not going to condemn real acts of violence against Jewish people because she will beat him uh, in the primary with her anti-Israel, pro-Palestinian rhetoric. That's how crazy our country has become. Well, and, and Sanders is Jewish also, and he's promoting this violence. Yeah. That's confusing yeah. to me. And, uh, you know, it's, and then all that's coming out about the COVID and, and it's stuff we really, we suspected, you know, I don't have reporters and investigators. I don't have lawyers here. It's me and volunteer Rudy. And, you know, it's, uh, you have common sense. I have common sense and you could see the handwriting on the wall a long time ago. And if people don't know what that is, they need to go look up the scripture. The handwriting was on the wall a long time ago that China did this. And they even had a whistleblower last year that said it wasn't an accident. And it came out of that lab. Yeah. So, but they lie to the American people so they can abuse us, so they can manipulate us, so they can control us. 
And uh, then we then we see the Michigan governor doing what she did, which is no surprise. Uh, it, it, how long are the people going to put up with it? <laughs> the Michigan governor did this, I believe, for the fourth time, and it's always the same apology, the same, you know, I, I made a mistake. And so you just <laughs> wonder at what point it's like, no, I just really don't give a darn. I know the rules don't apply to me. And well, I know, hungry. yeah. And as a Democrat, you know she's not going to get called out. <laughs> well, help my memory just a little bit. Isn't she the one whose husband went on some kind of a fishing thing or or something right at the beginning of COVID when they shut everything down? Wasn't that her husband that yes, was out on a to. boat or something and, and had, said, "Well, do you know who I am?" The lakes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I apologize for that one too. <laughs> So it's just it's this constant sense of, of and that's been, I think when we do an after action of COVID in terms of everything, politics, economic costs, psychological damage to our children, lost mm-hmm. weight, and there's this, the after action for COVID will, will, the volumes will be written about it, and it will take quite some time to really put it in perspective. But one of the things that I think will become very salient, and one of the maybe Bright spots. If I hate, I hate to use that phrase, but something that that is good that can come out of it is our political leaders expose just what frauds they are, and I think that that does not sit well with the average American. They they see rules and they they didn't want to follow them, but they did because they really believed it was the right thing. But then all their leaders flaunted those rules and could care less, and that um, will lead to their downfall. I think the masking of the Americans unmasked the agenda of the politicians and their two well characters. Yeah. And, you know, I, uh, in, in going over this, um, this, uh, what's the name of it? Nord Stream 2, you know, he shut down the Keystone Pipeline, but then explained to me, because I'm not on top of this like you are, the Nord Stream 2 is a Russian pipeline. Am I correct in that? So that one's been opened up and we've been closed down and, It'll make Russia great again. It'll help Germany, but it's not going to help America at all. It's not building back better for America. No, it certainly is not. <laughs> and and it doesn't answer the main question of why he shut down Keystone, which is because fossil fuels I'm are bad for the environment. We need, Exactly. We need to get off of fossil fuels, and that's why. He didn't deny it was not good for jobs. He didn't deny it was going to hurt us as a country. He said there's a greater good, which is the battling of climate change, and that is our priority. Human casualties. Well, apparently, we're the only nation. Apparently, we're the only nation that needs to battle it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and the Nord Stream 2, and the frustrating part about the whole thing and this is something that President Trump and Rick Grinnell, when he was ambassador in Germany, fought hard on, is they said, well, you don't even pay your NATO dues. So you, you owe NATO billions of dollars, but now you are spending billions of dollars to buy Russian natural gas. Well, how about you pay up your own darn NATO fees first? And then if you have extra cash that you want to buy some natural gas, how about you buy it from NATO? Because the whole purpose of NATO is to be a counter against the threat of Russia, and now you are giving Russia money. What is the goal of what is how is this a good idea? And the response is, look, UFOs in the sky. We should be paying attention to that. <laughs> and that's 
Yep. <laughs> Over there, ooh, shiny. <laughs> Squirrel. <laughs> you know. Exactly. <laughs> uh, you know, now, now, that you, now, <laughs> now that you bring up NATO, I'll bet not a lot of them paid their dues since Biden became president. What do you bet? Absolutely. Uh, why, and why would you? The, the president's not going to make you pay your dues, and that's money that you don't have to set, spend. That's money that you can save in your own country. And so why am I paying into NATO if the dumb Americans are going to pay for it themselves? And so, again, what is the purpose then of this cabal, NATO? Why do we fund it if it's a hedge against Russia? Well, then why are we allowing NATO countries to not only buy the natural gas, but what we always talk about with energy is create that dependency. Now you are dependent upon Russia for natural gas. And do you think Putin's not going to one day just turn off the spigot and say, hey, guess what, Germany? I mean, and, and anyone who knows, Germans and Russians historically don't like each other very much. <laughs> so why would you want to be dependent on Russia if you're a German? It just seems, but this is where we are, Bethann. Crazy people are running the world. Now, colonial's flowing again, isn't it? Is it? Yes. I've heard some bad stories of what's going on there. Yes, Colonial Pipeline. And you've heard what? Bad stories or good stories? Uh, Well, it's back online, but but it's a lot slower than they were hoping. Okay. All right. Well, I hear the music, and that's always a sign. We've got to cut out here for just a little bit. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Daniel Turner of Power the Future. We're visiting with Daniel Turner of Power of the Future. I was rapidly trying to get that out before we got into the break there. Powerthefuture.com. That's powerthefuture.com. I'm going to kind of turn it over to you. I've kind of been on a roll here. <laughs> I uh, was looking at this thing with this Black Lives Matter flag, and that really upset me yesterday afternoon when I saw that come in. That's such a slap in the face to Americans. And uh, it's it's such a uh, it's such a phony. Just like it's a hoax, but it's an evil hoax. Just like climate change and some of these other things that they're doing, <laughs> they keep telling us now that the border's closed. I mean, would they just there's no limit to the lies. So you know, and what's really important our energy, our infrastructure, those things are totally ignored, and uh, it's. It's getting to be so obvious. Uh, it is so obvious. So mm-hmm. I said I was going to turn it over to you, and then I kept talking. But I'm going to turn it no, over no, to no. you. <laughs> but I think there's a, there's a pattern that I think you've picked up on. I think a lot of a lot of a lot of talk radio, a lot of just people, a lot of common sense has picked up on um, when you talk about Black Lives Matter, and if they they try to have this idea that this is what it is, and this, but then you dig into it and you realize. The founder has made millions of dollars and bought multiple homes around the country and is a real estate mogul. And you realize their doctrine, which calls about uh, the abolition of the of the nuclear family and is militantly pro-abortion and is and it, 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 it admits it is a Marxist ideology. And you say, well, wait, wait a second. I thought this was just about helping to cure racism in America. Said, no, it's not about that. It's about something else. And then. When you look at, you mentioned the the whole Wuhan lab theory and how they fought so hard to debunk that for a year. And people were deplatformed from Facebook and social media if you posted it. And now you dig into it and you're like, okay, that's, and that's 
what we've always talked about with the climate change issue. We've always talked about how it's presented as this one idea, and they get all the young people to bang on drums and and wear green and say, we love the earth and, and, and cartoons and happiness and singing and dancing. But then when you look more deeply into it, you realize it has nothing to do with those things, proven by the fact of how these warriors of climate change, how they live their lives, how and, they... And, and just like the BLM, they've gotten yeah, richer. Exactly. Exactly. How they... How... How we, I, you know, I, I make no bones about my my real loathing for for Tom Steyer to the point that I have to check myself because I don't ever want to really have such disdain for uh, let's not use the hatred word but just absolute loathing for him as as a human being as a as a politician but watching him run for president last year and talking about climate change and saying but you are the one of the biggest fossil fuel magnets in in Asia you, you you make a you make billions of dollars off of fossil fuels just not american fossil fuels and you know if you put american fossil fuels out of business it makes your asian companies that much more valuable so do you really care about climate change because if you did you wouldn't own coal companies in china and indonesia but you, so, so it's not about climate change. It seems to just be about making you rich. And no one asked him that for seven or eight debates. At no point was it ever said, I'm sorry, Mr. Fire, we need to ask you an honest question. Right? It's like when you see those morbidly obese people who are in charge of your child's nutrition program, and you say, how can we just not point out the obvious here and say, if that's the PE teacher and the nutrition, like, can we just acknowledge the fact that maybe optics aren't working in our favor? Is that a harsh thing to say? Of course it is. But is it any worse than what we could have asked Tom Steyer, and yet we just pretend it's not? We pretend we don't see it. You know, I... I'm going to say something kind of ugly, I guess, but Michelle Obama and all her nutrition efforts to tell us how to eat right, and I don't see her as necessarily somebody that's in that great a shape that works out and takes great care of her body and does all her exercises. I mean, she did that pole dancing thing at one time, which was disgusting. But, you know, it's... um uh why are they telling me what to do? And I used to say that about Hollywood when my kids were young. When you were uh, in school, you know, it was, you know, they had the after-school specials and the little minutes where they would advise you. And if there's anybody I don't want advising my children and my family, it's Hollywood. <laughs> exactly. Um, I don't know if you or your listeners saw that she and her uh, came up with a statement the other day about how for the eight years that she was the first lady, um, every time she went out in public, she was faced with abusive racial language that was yelled by people on the streets. And, and uh, every day, she said to the point that it was me, it was difficult to go out. Um, and her Secret Service agent said it was so painful because we just had to listen to these horrible racial things always yelled at the first lady. I don't believe I'm, that for a second. I'm just going to say, with the size of the press pool that followed you everywhere and the size of the adoring press pool and fans who gathered, after eight years, not once was there an incident ever reported. And you're not going to tell me that if she was at 
some opening oh, never used the English. Oh my gosh, would that have been the story? To this day, Beth Ann, we would still be. They'd have been slammed to the concrete. They'd have been slammed to the concrete. And and they should have been if they did it. Absolutely, absolutely. But every time you went out, people were heckling and saying racial things about you. And there is not one instance caught on video, on audio. The press, you're going to tell me when the Jim Acostas and the Caitlin Collinses followed your motor pool and were just there gushing at you and with Ellen DeGeneres and Oprah and all and George Clooney and all the celebrities, no one ever heard anything except Michelle Obama heard it. She was so loved. They always talked about how loved she was. This is the strange new desire that's growing in this country, and I don't know how to defeat it on a governmental level. It's maybe on the family and on the church level. It is the strange new desire to, to, to really want victimhood. People want to be a victim of something. They want people to pat them on the back and say, there, there, it's going to be okay. Aren't you brave for overcoming this? I'm sure Michelle Obama has faced difficulties in her life. I've never walked in her shoes. I don't know. But I'm sorry, you're worth over $200 million now, and you are the first lady of what you call a racist country who elected your husband twice. I don't think your life is that hard. I'm I'm sorry. I know that sounds awful to say, but I don't think you're the victim that you maybe think you are from your $18 million waterfront mansion. I, I just you know, I struggle with that. Every American of every color, rich or poor, has had trials in their lives. Absolutely. And, uh, it's, you know, what's the old saying, until you walk in my moccasins or walk a mile in my shoes, you know, you don't you don't know what someone else has gone through. But you either choose to be a victim or you can choose to be victorious. Yes. And uh, victorious doesn't necessarily mean if you're poor, you're going to be rich. It means that you just overcome these things. And there are a lot of, uh, of trials and tribulations that every family, every person goes through. And it's, it's, those are going to come no matter what. You need to teach your children that. Those are going to come no matter what. It's how you react to them. That's your character. Her character and how she reacts to it is disgusting. Yeah. And and you know who has been a real victim of, of heckling and abuse and anger and all that stuff thrown at him for four straight years? Malone. And seems to be and seems to be remarkably at peace. I think both the president and, and Melania. You, you see him on interviews, and I'm sure he's still mad about January, November. Of course he is, and, and maybe he's bitter, and he knows there was some shenanigans. <laughs> but, he, but, but talk about someone who, when he gets in front of his crowd, genuinely has a smile and laughs and jokes and is at peace with, like, look, this is just this is the world we live in, and I'm just going to let it roll off and and. I think that's that's an admirable trait that they that he seems to have particularly. Michelle Obama's been out of office for five years, and she is still complaining about the fact that her husband was president, and they are now worth hundreds of millions of dollars, and she still complains about it. And Very Hillary bizarre. Clinton, she's still going on about all the trials of how she lost that Another great example. The Russians Another did. Great example. <laughs> You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We choose to be victorious, and we will bring America home, and we will be right back.
If Ernest Hemingway was alive today, would he say this to you? Shakespeare, Mark Twain, Edgar Allan Poe, all great writers. And after reading your book, I simply must add you to the list. Wait, you don't have a book yet. So make a free call to Page Publishing. Their expert staff can help you turn your book idea into a real book, a masterpiece that could someday make the bestseller list in hard copy and digitally all across the world. Page Publishing can help you completely take your idea for a book, write it, and publish it. So if you want to join the ranks of some of the most famous authors in the world, call now for a free information kit. Turn your book idea into publishing gold. Make a free call right now to Page Publishing. 800-378-3212. That's 800-378-3212. Hi, this is Beth Ann. The inventor and CEO of MyPillow is always looking for ways to solve everyday problems. Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt so soft in the store, but then when you got it home and tried to use it, it wasn't absorbent at all? That's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow towels. Towels that work, I know, it's mind-blowing. Towels that actually will dry you. They're debuting the MyPillow six-piece towel set that includes two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. They come in a variety of colors, and right now you can buy one and get one free with the promo code BETHANN. Go to MyPillow.com now and click on the radio listener special. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty with their 60-day money-back guarantee. To get your buy one, get one free MyPillow towel set, go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special, and enter promo code BETHANN, or call at 1-800-978-6168. That's MyPillow.com, and the promo code is Bethann. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing, and you always need to be sticking your fingers. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. You simply apply a discreet, easy-to-use sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger pricks. If you test your blood sugar at least four times per day and inject insulin at least three times per day or use an insulin pump and have private insurance or Medicare, you might be eligible for a CGM with little or no cost to you. Call U.S. Medical Supply today for a free benefits check. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill Medicare or your insurance directly. Call now and say goodbye to finger pricks. 800-418-5778 800-418-5778 That's 800-418-5778 Made in America is more than just a slogan. It's a brand we all look for to better this nation's economy. Liberty Tabletop is the brand of Cheryl Manufacturing. The only manufacturer of flatware in the United States of America, Liberty Tabletop creates high-quality flatware at a competitive price using the finest quality 1810 chromium nickel stainless steel. Oh, and by the way, the steel they use is also made in the USA. The steel is tested for lead and other toxic trace elements, so you bring to your family a safe and pure product that will last for generations. 
Setting your table is an important part of every meal. The patterns you choose say something about you and your family. Bring an America home with LibertyTabletop.com or go to my website, CSETalkRadio.com, and click on their link. Call Liberty Tabletop at 844-386-2338. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive 10% off your purchase. LibertyTabletop.com. And we have returned. You're listening to CSU Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We're visiting today with our good friend Daniel Turner of Power of the Future. They are sponsors of the show. You know, Daniel, uh, just a week or so ago, when we were going through all this mess, and I was watching the news, it's this, it was that. And, and you mentioned in the last segment, we don't know how we're going to fix this because it almost... The government is so big and corrupt, it's almost like you can't do it that way. You know, it made me think about Matrix. Do you remember the movie The Matrix? Are you there? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, um, there you are. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I'd lost oh, like, I heard you. <laughs> and and they, had to, they had to understand who they really were and where they really are, that they were being used for their energy and everything. And I'm thinking, isn't that what's going on with us? We may not be tied in these little test tube type chairs, but but are we being used? I mean, at every turn, you know, it's the people's fault or the people are going to pay for it. It was somebody else's fault like Congress, but the people are going to pay for it. Congress never pays for their mistakes. Politicians never pay for their, they never have to be held accountable. The American people will cover it all. No, and, and and then they get reelected. <laughs> oh, I know. It's just like a vicious cycle. And uh, circle reasoning. Circle reasoning. Yeah. We just keep coming back to the same thing. I do think that uh, the pandemic and the masking of the American people has unmasked uh, the corruption and the intent of the politicians. And... Uh, I'll tell you what, I can't say enough good about DeSantis and what he's doing there in Florida. Uh, we need a, a whole lot of governors that realize that they've got power to make it right for their people. Uh, yeah, it, but it there's too many of them. That, go ahead. I was Sorry, I was going to say, it seems that on the, the gubernatorial level, um, coronavirus, uh, it, it, it exacerbated and intensified your mm. natural proclivities. And if you were... Uh, going to mistreat people like Governor Cuomo, you did it to the degree of tens of thousands because that's just who you were to begin with. And if you were going to push for freedom like like uh, uh, Governor DeSantis, you just pushed for more freedom. And if you were going to be a fraud like, like Governor Whitmer or Governor Newsom, it just gave you more of a chance to be more of a fraud. Uh, Governor Newsom exempted his own vineyards from COVID lockdowns because he knew it was going to be bad for business and he just allowed his own vineyards and he was asked why and he said, I'm the governor, right? And and that's just how we were doing it and everyone accepted that. Um, so COVID really, it was a chance to, to take people's best and worst inclinations, kind of who they were or how they govern and it magnified it to a large degree. And And I think people... The citizens are going to respond in kind um, in the next election and in who they're going to vote for because the level of um, the bad side, the, the the command and control, the the, the teachers union lockdown, 
That uh-huh. has angered people who who would not necessarily even be, quote-unquote, on our side. I'm sure there's an awful lot of Biden supporters out there who are livid that the teachers' unions are still not back in most of the schools, but they demanded to be uh, the first in line for the vaccine as first responders, and now the response is, well, we're just not going back until September. Deal with it. Um, oh, and, and they want all the children vaccinated. Yeah. They want all the children vaccinated. And, and, you know, I have to remind everyone that this vaccine was was hurried. It was an emergency, and it's an emergency vaccine, and it is your choice whether you take it or not. It is not FDA approved, not that I trust the FDA that much, but it has not been tested. It's not FDA approved. We are testing it. Those who are taking the vaccine are the testing. That, that yeah. is the testing. And I wouldn't put that on my children if, when they were little. I would have never done that. Yeah. And, and, and you raise a good point that we need to remember. That's exactly how the vaccine was given the permissions to come on to market so quickly and and why it was why Operation Warp Speed existed. It was an emergency mm-hmm. vaccine for the most vulnerable populations, saying that those who are more likely to die of coronavirus if they got a vaccine, maybe they could prevent that by giving them the modified uh, vaccinated doses. We've morphed from that emergency use to well, you can't now go back to high school unless you're vaccinated, and, and we've accepted it that. It is now a commonplace. Now, look, if you want to get it, get it. Um, but I find it very bizarre that we've we've almost allowed it to become a uh, Tylenol. And we don't know the long-term. No. Reality is we don't know the long-term effects of these vaccines because how could we? Well, and they're still coming out with things. I mean, they've got one now, that, you know, that it's uh, it's got heart problems. It's enlarging the heart. I think that's what they said it was doing. And and uh, they just don't know. Well, you know, a virus can do that. I, I we had a person in this in this community just had a virus, didn't know anything had happened, but it did affect his heart, and he had to have a transplant, and uh, he didn't make it through. You know, it's it's uh, people just have to use their common sense. Um, I'm one of those rebels that never wants to take a flu shot, so I have not taken the vaccine. But now they're wanting to, to, it's a part of your character. You don't take a vaccine, by golly, you're not going to travel. You can't go hither and yonder. And, uh, you know, I know that if you go to some places overseas and to Africa and stuff, you do need to take certain vaccines (laughs) and certain medications. But this is this is getting ridiculous. They don't even want you to go from state to state. And yeah, and, and you raise a great point, and this is why America ultimately was founded and why our ancestors or whomever centuries ago got out of monarchy-controlled Europe because there was a growing understanding of individual rights and human freedoms. And Locke and Hobbes and Montesquieu and Voltaire and philosophers of, of that period, uh, talking about the, the rights of people to be free, and they said, let's go somewhere where they'll just leave us the heck alone. And and in that period, well, now we're inviting George's great-great-great-great-grandson to America, and he's lecturing us about he doesn't like the First Amendment. And you say, exactly, Harry. That's why we got rid of your great-great-great-great-grandfather, <laughs> because we don't want a, a, a someone to tell us what we can and cannot say. Harry sits on all these Facebook and Netflix boards about hate speech and about content and about 
I don't want Harry or anyone determining what speech is allowed or is not allowed. Yeah. I think, as you said, common sense when it comes to the virus, mm-hmm. when it comes to your school children, when it comes to where you want to live, when it comes to we created a country for the rights of the individual, and, and we are slowly eroding that uh and security is being used as as the weapon to do that fear yeah. and and yeah. the, the the promise of security. And we were warned about that. We were warned about mm-hmm. that from the founding yes. fathers. But I think you're judging Harry a little rough because he is a victim. You know. Okay. <laughs> he too. <laughs> he too, like Michelle Obama. He too, just like Michelle Obama, he's a victim. He no <laughs> longer lives in the palace. He's got. Some little meaningless, uh, multi million dollar place that he lives in takes up acres and acres and acres of property. Exactly. His $18 million Montecito (laughs) ranch. He has asked multiple times for the media to leave him alone, leave him in peace. And if you don't want, if you don't believe me, you can see it on the six part series we just recorded right now on the Hokey (laughs) Bee. Yes, keep getting in front of the camera to tell them to leave you alone. I'll tell you what, it's, it's, it's America. We laugh, but it's getting serious because they are really infringing upon all of our rights. And Daniel, thank you so much. You make it so much fun to, to talk about the things that are bothering us. But PowerTheFuture.com is helping America bring America home, and we need to join them. Thank you. Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character, where educating both hearts and minds brings about academic excellence. There is a school in American Fork where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental, where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. Based on LDS principles and a love of country, Now in our 39th year, American Heritage School is accepting fall enrollment for kindergarten through high school. What would you do for your child? Give them an education that will prepare them for life. Located east of the Temple in American Fork, American Heritage School is a remarkable and affordable alternative. Visit us, find us online, or in the yellow pages. American Heritage School. In American Fork. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids.